Very shortly, Peter Peters will join us. Now, during this segment, we have a ZNZ NRL watch to give away. Um, all you need to do is listen during Peter Peters' segment and after our chat with Zorb, we will give a question on something we discussed during the interview and the first person through with the correct answer will win an NRL club watch of their choice. So stay listening with our chat with the great man who is up now. Peter Peters, good morning. Been loving the footy, Zorb. What's been your take so far on week one of the finals? Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Well, what a sensational start to our uh, to our final series in, uh, in 2022. The stars came out and played, didn't they? Up went the standard of football, up with the intensity, up with the interest. It was just sensational right through every game we've had thus far, and including, we're not going to leave them out, the NRL women's uh, game down in uh, in Melbourne, 1918, St George over Brisbane. It just was part of the standard. Mm. Fantastic stuff. Started on Friday night, Nathan Cleary coming back after five weeks out, an absolute masterclass at Penrith put the sword to their close neighbours and the team that's really worried them in recent times. Parramatta, two wins over Penrith this year, but when push come to shove, um, Penrith stepped up and they actually bullied the Parramatta pack. Didn't think I'd see it. Did see it on Friday night. 21,800 there and a lot of people complaining that they couldn't get in, but the atmosphere was terrific. They deserved a home semi under the rule of the game and they took every advantage. What did you make of the manly meeting during the week between Des Hasler, Tony Mestroff and Scott Penzorba? Not sure what to make of it, Bulldog. Um, to tell you the truth, like everyone else, I'm over it. Um, I, I just want to see some action taking place there one way or the other. Yeah, it's fair enough. Short what action should that sweet, be, Zorba? No, I'm not sure. Uh, Bulldog, you seem to be wanting to push me into a corner on it. No, 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 no. You've been, but you've been vocal from the start, and you're entitled to have that opinion. You're a life no, member, and you just said there was trouble there, and yeah. it was right. And and um, you know, I, they should sort it out. I mean, that's that's what's got to happen. But uh, I don't know if they will. There will be changes there, and there has to be. I mean, that football department has been a circus. We'll get back to the football, so to speak. Cowboys 32, Cronulla 30 in an absolute epic qualifying final last night. So went into golden point after five minutes, uh, two five-minute periods of extra time. Fantastic game of footy, Zorb. I think it was a great game of mm. football. I mean, people, the purists who say, oh, what about the defence? Well, I, I thought the defence was strong. It was just that the, the, uh, the attack was, was sensational. Mm. Um, 32-30 in the end, uh, 93 minutes to, to settle it. A magnificent field goal from the former Shark match winner himself, Valentine Holmes. And hasn't Holmes turned his career around after that that, that entry into the NFL that really never took off mm. uh, with the uh, New York Jets? And coming home, he didn't look the same player. Um, he took a long time to get uh, to get cracking. But to his, uh, to his credit, his coach's credit, um, he's done that. He's as good as ever. He's probably better. And um, he just felt last night, I know, watching the game on the edge of my, my seat at home, watching it, um, I said to my wife, this is going to be settled by Holmes. And sure enough, he stepped up. The great players step up. And both he and Tamalolo last night, mm. Holmes out the back and Tamalolo up front, they were just magnificent. Not that Cronulla weren't outstanding either. I thought that uh, their captain, Nico Hines, just had a 
had a great game. Try assists all over the place, taking the right option. They just fell at the last hurdle. Brave effort from them in Andrew Fafita's 250th game. I loved every minute of it. But Tom Malolo last night, oh, he's back to his best. Uh, one thing that came out of last night, I thought, which is um, something that we should keep in the back of our minds going forward, is that in extra time, anything goes. Even crush a tackle. Now, I think Grant Atkins is the best referee we've got at the moment. I hope he gets the grand final. He put the whistle away in the extra time and let the players sort it out. And they did. And uh, eventually it was the, uh, uh, the Cowboys that get the home semi and one game away from the grand final now. But um, in that extra time, there were no six agains. There were, there were crusher tackles that were let go. There were, uh, uh, there were high shots. There were play the ball issues. He just let it go. And I thought it was, it was part of uh, what it was last night. It was just a great game of football uh, down there in the Shire. Zorba, I won't put you on the spot in terms of naming a side, but if a kangaroo side was to be named today, and it will be named for the World Cup, do you see sweeping changes, i.e. a new era coming through for the green and gold? Yeah, I do. I do, Bulldog. And I, and I think we should be aware, too, that the selection panel, um, if I've got it right, I think I have, Mal Meninga, Darren Lockyer, Laurie Daly, is that correct? Yes. Okay, because um, both Brad Fittler and Billy Slater withdrew um, from the selection panel. I think it was fair to their respective state of origin sides, and I go along with that. Peter Vlandes, as uh, chairman of the uh, ARL, is the uh, is the um, is also on the selection panel if, if he has to decide. Look, I I think it's an exciting time for Australia. I, I just I think we can go with a lot of youths, but there's one veteran that I want to take, and if you recall, Bulldog, go back to 1990, one of Australia's great escapes in, uh, in Manchester was when the late, great Bob Fulton chose Cliff Lyons as, uh, as, as, a, as a partner to Ricky Stewart in the halves for Australia after they got beaten in the first test match at, um, at Wembley. And it was a brilliant bit of play by, by Cliffy Lyons along with uh, Ricky Stewart that led to a try by the current coach, Mal Meninga, that got Australia home late in a great game, and they went on to uh, to win the series 14-4 in Leeds um, in a couple of weeks after that. But if there's a player in Australia now in the NRL that reminds me of Cliff Lyons, it's Cody Walker. I would take Walker as a cover, a backup, uh, as an insurance policy on the tour to maybe... Um, Maybe Jack Whiten at 5'8", but I'd have Tedesco, Cleary, Grant and Whiten as my starting 1, 6, 7 and 9. I'd have Latrell Mitchell and Valentine Holmes in the centre. I'd have Alex Johnson and Young Suwali on the wings. And I think that that back line could ignite mm. the World Cup. And it uh, doesn't matter who we're picking our forwards. We've got a good enough back anyway to let that back line go riot over there in uh, in England, and um, given the right conditions, I think they can uh, win the World Cup um, with that side. Zorba, I would never, ever suggest that a kangaroo's jumper would be given away. You have to earn that jersey. But do you think if we take Joseph Suwali, that might just help keep him in rugby league, given we know 
rugby union's probably deserves to go. Interest probably deserves to go. Dino, he's, he's, he's the future. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't give a jersey away. I think he deserves to go. Yeah. I think he's a better winger than some of the wingers that have played rep football this year. I think he's as good as um, his co-winger, uh, who's played State of Origin this year. I think you know Tupu has been a fantastic player for the mm. Roosters and for New South Wales and for Australia. I think he's as good as him. I think he's as good as uh, Tuho from Penrith, who's played Origin football this year. I think he's as good as um, just about any winger in the competition at the moment. I and I think he's got the ability. He's got the ability to play several positions. Mm. And in a World Cup tour, you need players that can that can move around a bit. I mean, you could put him in the centres; he'd kill it. You could put him on the at fullback. Which is where he wants to play. He could he could he could be filling anywhere, and and those sort of players um, are the sort of players that you could you should take. Like Whiten, who can play five eight centre. Um, I would take uh, Harry Grant and uh, Damian Cook as my hookers to cover that spot. I just think we've got an exciting side, and we should go over there and um, and, and and show them how to play again. Yeah, no, and it's sort of to Dino's point, Sorb. It's an investment in the future, isn't it? Because he is a long-term kangaroo. Hey, Sorb, just a quick one. Um, Dino did raise it earlier about the booing of Latrell last Sunday, and Manly Manal has sent in a text. Morning, boys. I'm pretty sure you are missing the point about the booing. To me, it's unsportsmanlike. In this case, it was aimed squarely at Latrell for the the grub tackle he did on his ex-team. I'm presuming. Many of I was talking about the Manu tackle last year. It worked, as you saw, the Trolls' response. It upset him, which was the intention. Um, it's called vilification. To me, booing is for the Punch and Judy show. But, hey, that's exactly how Bulldogs started with his rant about our Nick. The, the booing of Luttrell, um, Zorb, to me, it's almost a mark of respect because I remember when back in the 80s and Wally Lewis and Sir Richard Hadley playing for New Zealand cricket team, they were booed mercilessly in Sydney because they were just so good. I don't think it'll happen to the same effect today because South Sydney will have um, an equal number or probably more fans in the stadium than um, than will uh, will the Roosters. So, you know, I just think that Latrell's a star um, and I don't think it's going to affect him all that much. I think the thing that comes into it is that um, um, a lot of young Indigenous boys might see their hero being booed and it may turn them off the game. I think that's mm. a legitimate um, that's a legitimate thought about it. But Latrell's big enough um, and strong enough, and and has got more talent than most. Uh, I think he'll handle it okay today. And I, I I I think there's other things to do than boo at the football. Um, and well, you, you don't agree with booing at the footy, Zorb? Be something they can do. What's that, Boulder? You don't agree with booing at the footy? I do agree with it. You, you know, you pay your money and do what yeah. you like, but I, I just don't think it's going to affect him, and I don't think it'll be as loud and as prolonged. I might spur him on, I reckon, you know, Zorb. You, you go there to enjoy it, booing mm. someone. I, I, I can't see the point. It'll spur him on, I reckon, Zorb. Hey, speaking, the ref. Yeah, hey, speaking of today's games, Zorb, this is going to be a beauty at Allianz. At the moment... The Roosters are a dollar sixty-five head to head. The Rabbitohs are two thirty-five. What do you think, Phil? Well, I, I find it hard to evaluate this game. Um, for a start, um, how how is the Roosters skipper? Uh, sorry, how is the the Rabbitohs skipper going to uh, to get through the game if indeed he gets through? Mm. Um, I mean that 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 issue he's got um, with with head injuries. Um, I I just worry 
about how Cameron Murray's going to get through the game. Victor Radley, too, is opposite, is in virtually the same position. But I look, I see this game as two great fullbacks, Mitchell and Tedesco, will have a, uh, a huge part to play. I think the centres are both below par for what both clubs would like at this time of the year. Um, Momorowski's a, a, a real pro and a journeyman. Drew Hutchinson is not quick, but he's uh, effective. So that's the centre pairing today uh, without Joseph Manu. Mm. Um, but then you've got Isaac Tass and Campbell Graham, who is just coming back from a long injury. Graham and Tass is only a kid. Um, I, I just think whoever handles that centre pairing the best could end up on top today. Great halves. Cody Walker and um, and young Ilias has had a good season. Uh, up against Keery and Walker, they're small, but they're effective. But up front, I think, um, who's going to handle JWH today? Waria Hargraves up against Savita Tatola and, and uh, Mark Nichols and coming off the bench, Thomas Burgess. But uh, Crichton's been playing well for the Roosters as well. Um, and Lodge coming off the bench mm. for them has been a real plus. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts today like he did last game and they take it to the South Sydney forwards. It should be a great game. I'm going to go for the Roosters just over the Rabbitohs. Um, can I finally say, too, that I reckon we saw the end of a great era um, last night down in Melbourne where uh, where Ricky Stewart's Canberra side showed, showed how brave they were. And just quietly, they may have the best pack in the comp in uh, um, Joseph Tarpany, who was great last night. Papa Leahy, Hawira yeah. um, Naira, uh, Horsburgh. Yeah, back row was great. Yeah. They're a good pack, yeah. and they, they really ripped into the Melbourne Storm pack last night. But when I say the end of an era, um, they're bowing out week one in the Storm. We often see them go right through, uh, have in recent years seen them go through many times. But Felice Cafusi... Uh, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich, Brandon Smith, all played their last game for the Storm last night, and it just hit suddenly. Mm. Uh, Bellamy's got one more year to go there, and he's hopping out. I reckon it's odds on that Munster will play out next year and then leave the Melbourne Storm at the same time as his great coach, Craig Bellamy, and that will need some rebuilding down there. Um, Don't know who Mm. the coach will be to take over, but He's got big shoes to fill. And I hope it's Billy Slater because he's capable of continuing on the dynasty that Bellamy has started down there. Uh, But I reckon Munster going for sure, and that's one of the big things to come out of the game. What a game by Tarpany, 28-20 in the end. Fantastic game of football. How often do you see uh, a player like Xavier Coates score a uh, a hat trick of tries and be on the losing side. Just yeah. incredible. Yeah, we might see an incredible game this afternoon too, I reckon, Zorb, with the Roosters and South. Enjoy that, Zorb, and we'll talk next week. Okay, and congratulations to the girls. Rachel yep. Pierce and a field goal and extra time to beat the um, Brisbane Broncos 19-18 in the Women's Rugby League. And Ali Brigginshaw mm. from Brisbane, she is Jonathan Thurston with Platt. She can play. She is yeah. an amazing player. Yeah, she... I mean, to watch her almost pull that side home to a victory uh, yesterday was sensational. Yeah. Go the girl. <laughs> yeah, she scored that try to level it up too. She is fantastic. Hey, Zorb, enjoy the footy this afternoon. And as I said, we'll talk next Sunday, mate. Good, boys.